This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC on location, San Diego, Earth uh, 2019 with my good friend for many, many years, Joanna Stahl. She has been an instructor, a advocate, an evangelist, and an entrepreneur in the sector. So we are looking forward to hearing her entrepreneurial story, why she has the right to be an entrepreneur because she's been in the industry for a long time. And uh, talk about go to practice and where the sector is going. So you could say you heard it first from Joanna in 2019. So Joanna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So why don't you start off? Just give your uh, your personal background, where you're from, you know, where where you've been, and uh, and then we'll talk about you know where we are today. Got it. Um, so I am a Jersey girl. Grew up in South Jersey, uh, but half my life is New York. So I can say I'm a New Yorker been teaching in the space for over 20 years. Today's a, it's a 20 anniversary. Wow. Nice. You should get, I should get you a jersey or something. <laughs> Someone should. 20 year like jacket. Yeah. Like they did it like camp. Like, hey, I, I started teaching before I had a real job, which was amazing. Best job ever. And what were you, your cycling instructor? Spin you, instructor you the and gamut? boot camp. Yeah, for Crunch. That was my first job. Nice. Yeah. Donna Cyrus, we'll give her a shout yeah. out there. Thank you for hiring Joanna back in the day. And she's kind Donna, of- thank you for letting me sub your classes. Yeah. There you go. A sub can turn into a full-time job. Yes. Um, so, so, so you worked at Crunch, which we've all uh, got an appreciation for their group programming back in the day. So you had to be very high level, and you had to be, uh, you know, basically a, uh, you know, a, um, you're acting. You know, you're like a, you're an entertainer. You're Front like row. a star. Yeah. Star in New York's not easy. You know, a star is born. Probably one of my favorite movies. I only cried like four times when I watched it the third time. Anyway, so, um, so, so you've been working in the space for a long time. Obviously, you and I have known each other from URSA and the trade shows and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, so kind of how'd you get to the point where you said, okay, look, it's time for me to not just be a networker and consultant and a worker, right. be an, uh, you know, an advocate, but you know, it's time for me to figure out where there's an opportunity for me to be the right person to start a business. Got it. And to step back one step further. So started teaching, but then went into prenatal women, tobacco and cars. So I was, I was in marketing and, and media and sales in, the, in those industries, Okay. Um, all in the publishing space when publishing and magazines were cool. And then got my entryway into fitness through Lifetime Fitness. So I built oh, their okay. media division. So when they kind of bridge that space, they were still a privately held tiny little company that just had big ideas mm-hmm. and um, probably the best experience ever. I was and 25 and went to sell for a huge brand. So you were you were working for a lifetime yeah. and they were you based out of New York or yep. did you go so did you go travel back and forth to Minneapolis or you were basically uh, like national the sales. Sales one wow. on one. Yeah. So what were you selling for them? Brands, brand integration. Any brands that wanted to integrate within the lifetime fitness or just the fitness sector. So wow. think about any brand that you're wearing right now or like to talk about. Gotcha. So so you were putting together those collaborations, you're figuring out how to price it, you know. Yeah. Talk about brand. before we get to, to what you're what you're currently doing talk about when somebody says hey i want to do a brand partnership (laughs) what do they give them like the like a short top five list of like here's what you need to think about because a lot of people say hey i'd love to go do a deal with whole foods It's like all right what are you going to say to them how do you price it you know what if they say they want to you know what do you do next and it's really interesting i think that now when you say the word partnerships people kind of back off and make sure that you know what you're talking about because Mm. does it really have benefit for both sides to be a partner interesting and so that's kind of one thing one you know secondary i think it's operationally turnkey so if you're trying to do something within the fitness space and you need to sign a piece of paper that says you're going to have hand-to-hand delivery from your front desk person to the consumer, it's never going to happen. So Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say never. 
it would be a much bigger expense to make that happen. And no one really thinks about those details. You can't brand a trainer easily. You can't force someone to wear a brand of sneakers, but you can incentivize them to. Gotcha. Um, so working within the space, I did a really cool deal uh, back in the day with Fisher Price. So we were spending a ton of money on kids' toys, and so for for at at Lifetime at Lifetime for the daycare center daycare centers. And so it's like, how can we just minimize operational costs? Mm. And those types of deals end up being the most valuable. That's interesting. Okay, I did so the same thing for Twenty Four Hour Fitness with uh, Everlast with boxing. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Fun deals. All right, we'll put something on the. Uh, we'll put a. We'll put a, um, a. A go to practice and uh, Halo talks. Uh, Joanna P D Mo special <laughs> top ten hit list together for uh, for Brands. people to download in the future. Cool. Okay, so so you and I have been talking about go to practice for for a couple of years now. Yep. You kind of been like itching to do something kind of interestingly like flowing with like, hey, I'm not sure how this is going to come together, but I'm going to start it and yep. I'm going to like let it evolve at the right pace. Right. And it seems like now you're at a point, it's like, okay, the market's ready for it. You got the directory in place. Now you gotta figure out, okay, how do I get get the user traction and how do I you know, toggle between supply and demand? Right. I guess you got all the supply, but you gotta really bring the demand for people to say, okay, look, now I'm ready and I'll, I'll, I'm gonna take this like very seriously. So sure. give, some, give people background on what the idea was initially what the frustration that you're solving and then we'll talk about the business yeah so um you know traveling and sales and just being on the road and, and also teaching your fitness classes people would always ask me questions of saying you know hey i'm gonna be in houston tomorrow what spin class should i go to like i would have an answer and so myself i would find that need and so hours of research and time and googling and calling the front desks and figuring out what i can and can't do and the timing of it all um i was in new york and one of my best friends from philly was coming and staying literally at the W in Union Square, right near me, around uh -huh. the block from my apartment, and said, I want a nine o'clock yoga class, what should I do? Hmm. And it took me an hour to give her options. And, and I know at the whole neighborhood. Right. It was just so frustrating to kind of search book and buy. So um, that's really how Go to Practice started. Also kind of watching what the industry was doing and saying, hey, wait a second, there are options and ways to buy passes and buy access to fitness all over the place. It's just mm -hmm. very difficult to find that information. Gotcha. Um, so basically practice started from a true need of myself and friends and family that just needed access on the go. Yeah, I sat on a panel um, a couple weeks ago and um, they had four different entrepreneurs and every they said, talk about your company and every single entrepreneur said, this is what I experienced. Like there was a woman who had, um, it's called Recess. Uh-huh. Right. And she was on there and um, she's like, yeah, I started this because I wanted to work out at lunch. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get there, there aren't enough showers. Like, so I had to create a, a solution for myself. And I know if I had this frustration, then I know other people must have the same frustration because I know people live the same type of lifestyle and that spawned a company. So back in um, a couple of years ago, and this is probably what you remember. So the research number that I'm holding on to is back in 2012, only 2% of gym members were buying other fitness experiences every month, research documented. And now that number is over 25%. So just watching what consumers are doing and how we are shopping and accessing fitness is right. evolved. Well, I think anytime somebody, I mean, I guess in this, in this, you know, full, you know, self-serve is kind of the new yeah. full serve, right? So the ability to have a variety is important. And we just did, uh, I was mentioning on another podcast, but if people didn't listen to that, they can listen <laughs> to it now. Double. Is that for, we did a research uh, report with a group and they said that 40% of the members of an orange theory in an area that we're working on a deal with also have 
a health club membership. Yeah. So to think about, all right, here's all the incremental dollars that are going into the sector. One of the things is people need to understand in the sector is that you're not competing with the other fitness modality. You're competing with other people's time, time. Share energy, of time. yeah, share, yeah. share time, share share sweats, where share a wallet. Um, so talk about how go to practice has evolved. What what's the actual service, and then how we're gonna work with you and, and, and help figure out. Okay, let's make sure we like get pressurized you know, support and, and participation in each one of these key markets. Right. So basically practice is a, a very broad, um, a true inclusive fitness directory. So the goal is for inspired workouts every time you work out. Mm -hmm. um, my main hypothesis is that consumers are looking for other fitness experiences at least monthly. Mm -hmm. And so those use cases are going to continue to grow. So you might be doing something once a month that's going to happen once every three weeks, every two weeks, every one week. Very similar to how we now use like open table or seamless or kind of on-demand food service. Gotcha. Um, so that, that sticky features of being you know, aware of where your friends are working out or what's going on later tonight, just that sticky connections and also surprise and delights and like, oh my God, I you know, I've worked out five times. Here's one for free. I mean, who doesn't love Starbucks just for the free rewards? The thing rewards? that bothers me about Seamless is, like, um, I'll order something. <laughs> and then somehow they have, like, a time clock that knows when I'm hungry again. <laughs> and within five minutes, I get, like, hey, you're you hungry now? Here's a 15% discount to go, like, eat again. I'm like, why? How do they look kind of... How do they know that I'm hungry right now? And they make you feel really bad about that one time that you ordered something that wasn't healthy, and then they keep sending you the unhealthy messages. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get better than that. Yeah, the AI on that's starting to bother me. Actually, <laughs> let's put it that way. So I'd but rather, when you're traveling, it's, I'd rather it's great. Get, I'd rather get fitness delights exactly. in my in my inbox with my text message. Um, so you, you you got go to practice. You got this directory. Yeah. So now, there's a hundred thousand gyms on the directory today, and right. basically gyms. Large and small are taking over their listings, offering prices, and letting people search, book, and buy. Then so what, we got to go down the consumer path. All right. So, so class pass, right? So I'm a member of class pass. Okay. Well, not, but it, hypothetically, if yep. I was, I've got a directory up there. So what's the difference between what you're doing and what they're doing? Yeah. So class pass has about, I think the number is around 6,000 gyms across the U.S. and go to practice has 100,000. So I'm not trying to direct you to a specific gym. I'm telling you every fitness option across the U.S. Okay. And then letting the consumer choose. From there, um, there's also no, the pricing is set from the gym owner directly, not from me. So okay. if the gym tells you it's a dollar, it's a dollar. If it's a hundred dollars, it's a hundred dollars. So, okay. so the relationship is really from the gym owner. So you're trying to, the to facilitate the relationship. You're not trying to disintermediate or right. direct. And if you do want to offer promotions, super supportive of that, but it should be a, a kind of a who gets that win and who feels like they're offering something. It should be the gym owner, not me. Okay. All right. Now, part of that does that does part of that come about because of your experience and like where your relationships are? Yeah, I mean, my goal is to make both sides of the marketplace win, and therefore I win. So, if if the gym owners feel like I'm devaluing their brand or making anything like a challenge or something harder or devaluing what they have to offer, I think that's just a disservice to them. And then on the consumer side, I don't. I want to only win when you want to go work out and facilitate that operation. So if you want to work out three times this week, you should work out three times this week. And Got if it. I can make sure that you didn't quit and sit on your couch instead, then we're winning. All right, just saying I have worked out three times already <laughs> this job. week. I'm not bragging, just reporting. Um, so let, let me paint you a picture okay. of, a, of a personal frustration. You tell me if you can solve it. I'm in. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Rapid fire. The answer is yes. All right. Okay. All right. So... Uh, 
I fly to Dallas. I got a meeting at two o'clock. I land at 11. I got a hotel at, at, that I can check in at noon. And I basically have an hour. And what I would like to do is I would like to give you access to my itinerary directly from JetBlue mm -hmm. and hotels.com. I would like you to get it. And I would like you to figure out and spit me back. Hey, Pete, I got your JetBlue itinerary. I got your hotels.com itinerary. And I see you have a meeting at three o'clock. Let me give you three options on where you can work out. And you'll have plenty of time to get your meeting. Can you do that? Yes or no? I can give you the options closest to you. Okay, that'll help. But, and then I can, I can tell you, my, my search filter is called Surprise Me right now, and Surprise Me will turn into Prescribe for Me, which is exactly solving your problem. Got it. But for today, I can tell you everything that's available closest to where your meeting is going to be Fine. and let you click and book and buy. Right. Perfect. Okay, good. So you're basically going to be I need my... a couple steps to, to link into your hotel. That's fine. We're only in 2019. Yeah. 2020, when you're on the show, we're going to know that that's buttoned up, and I'll have my itineraries that I can then post online and say, like, this is my go-to-practice. This is my before and after. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's hot. Here's my before, and here I completed, you know, my meeting, my flights, and my and workout. still got back in there, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll know what my Instagram password is by the end. I might post <laughs> up a picture, but I can't, can't guarantee that. I'll post it for I got you. my boy Gannelin that can do it, though, for me, probably. <laughs> so, so as you think about, like, where you are today it, as a person and as, a, as an early-stage company, right. how do you – look, you, you didn't become a spin instructor because – you, you, it's all you, passion. You, yeah, it's all passion, right? So right. how do you kind of mix and say, oh, look, obviously I want my piece of the pie. I'm like, you know, we're in a capitalist society. Sure. At the same time, you're like, you know what? This is what I do. These are the people I know. This is how many people I can help. And I'm at an industry that's got the wind in its sails, and I wake up every day, and I'm, and I'm excited about what I'm doing. So how do you think about sequentially building the business? How do you think about when it's going to be time to say, okay, look, I'm all in. I'm going to go raise some, you know, real capital. I'm going to basically build out the rest of this blueprint. Yeah, so we're about there. So I did a back uh, last April. I took um, a initial investment from Launchpad Digital Health out of San Fran and been really kind of connected with them to kind of grow up a little bit in the business um, on the startup business side of things. On the industry side of things, I feel like I have built some really awesome, amazing relationships in fitness from the suppliers and the operators side. And the best part about this is that everyone that I tell says yes. And so it might be a matter of stalking them to get them to sit down for five minutes or to get their marketing person involved or get their legal person to sign off. But for the most part, everyone's willing to participate, which is the best part. Um, and that does really make you wake up every morning with kind of some purpose. Um, on the business side, the best, the best thing I can do is listen to fit fiends across the U.S. tell me how they consume fitness. Right. Um, I, most of my best ideas are because I meet up with people in my class for coffee. Um, there is a benefit of, of being inside the gym and sweating with these people and kind of watching how it all works. Yeah. So you and I have had several conversations about this and, you know, we, we met last week yeah. and, you know, what, what we'd love to be able to do is help you figure out, okay, is it sequentially, here's like the key markets that we go into and like really put some boots on the ground yeah. and like build this sequentially. So we're excited about that. We're excited about, you know, obviously it's a win, win, win for everyone. And you just got to figure out the technology platform and the, the sequencing of that, and right. then how you could support that, you know, and make it, you know, like you're talking about, like a seamless web, basically. And you know. today, right now, so the 100,000 directory is there and it's being updated as people search. So that's already established. And that, that directory and that search tool has been what 
every brand and every potential partner has been really interested in. So kind of that's the direction of my everyday, um, building the technology and then onboarding the gyms one by one, hundreds by hundreds. Um, I have partnered with uh, Club Ready, ASF, MotionSoft, and ZingFit. Mm -hmm. um, they are just the brands that have been the most willing to kind of jump on board fast um, and nimble working with a startup, which I realize is, you know, sometimes a little bit of a hassle. Sure. I sure. ask more questions than most people do. Gotcha. So what 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 should we expect out of um, go to practice over the next call? You know, three months post Ursa. Yeah. So I'm the really the plan is to post Ursa um, onboard gyms and really kind of connect. All these APIs are going to be live and running, so gyms can seamlessly turn on and give me their schedule so that the inventory is started. And then it's going to build the consumer partnerships. Um, but the best part about this is now I'm building a national media platform mm -hmm. that brands can associate with and use that directory for any fitness need. So kind of the my previous life of offering fitness consumers is now repeating itself at a national level. Gotcha. And, and as you see more and more technology and more and more fitness equipment and more and more studios. Love it. Do you, um, does, does any of that like concern you or do you, do you, are you at the, the same view of being like, look, you know, there's, um, Abundance. there's still, there's still like 13,000 bars and like <laughs> only, you know, a thousand fitness studios in New York. So like, we got a lot of work to do to kind of tip those scales. I mean, my concern, I guess, for studios in general is that, you know, they are going to hit a bell curve and, and how they handle their operations. And I just want to be there for them when they're ready to do that. Um, I definitely come from the like rule of abundance and any player in the space, if it's, if it's built from the right goals, I think is successful and, and will all work. Um, I right. love talking to new startups and, and other people kind of in my space on these things. Um, and I've never really had a conversation that was a negative vibe. So mm -hmm. I kind of feel like there is room for everyone, whether it's at home equipment or in gym equipment or um, kind of building a deeper integration within consumers. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if we're all under the same mission of building healthier, active people, mm -hmm. um, then we should all win. That's great. Well, look, at the end of the day, we definitely need um, to make it easy and convenient for people to get into a studio and, and a club. We need to make sure that there are no excuses anymore, yeah. whether that's from the amount of time, whether it's information, whether it's access, whether it's price. Um, so we, we love what you're doing. We look forward to be, uh, you know, a, a helpful hand as you, as you roll this out. And uh, thank you for all your, uh, your uh, accomplishments and your, uh, you know, evangelistic uh, behavior and attitude that's helping us grow Practice the business. What you preach. Exactly. All right. So to one of our Halo evangelists, Joanna, go to practice. Let's do it. Thank you. Thank you.